Hello, my name is Jordan Gray, and welcome to my podcast on my action plan I am going to implement in order to ensure I create a positive school structure and classroom environment for my future ELLs and emergent bilinguals. According to an Oregon Department of Education annual report for the 2018-19 school year, nearly 1 in 10 of Oregon students are current English learners, with nearly 2 in 10 Oregon students having direct experience with the state's English learner program at some point in their education. These students will rely on me as an educator to have a plan that will help ensure that they will be able to overcome the obstacles of learning in an environment taught in a language they are still learning. Three key actions I will implement in this plan will be to create a welcoming environment for all students, to differentiate instruction and assessment to meet students' individual needs, and to advocate for ELLs and their families. The first step of my plan will be to create a welcoming classroom environment for all students. In our class text, Sotero explains that every student's native language and sociocultural practices must be seen as valuable resources in order to make the most of students' linguistic and cultural capital. I want to make students' cultures and ethnicities feel welcome in the classroom by including diverse signage, literature, and content in my instruction and in my classroom. I also want to cultivate this type of appreciation for diversity amongst my students by emphasizing it early on in the beginning of the school year in order to make all students feel welcome not only by me, but by the rest of their classmates as well. After ELLs and emergent bilinguals feel welcomed, the next step in my plan is to differentiate my instruction and assessment to meet their specific needs. There are many ways to differentiate instruction. But one method Soltero emphasizes the effectiveness of in our class text is by using cooperative learning. Soltero states that the engagement and meaningful language experience created by cooperative learning make it a very effective instructional method for ELLs. Along with the differentiation of instruction, I also hope to vary my assessment to meet the needs of ELLs by giving them the opportunity to be assessed informally as often as possible. One of the goals of assessment for ELLs is that it will provide them with exposure to practical uses of English that will help build their speaking and writing skills. Another objective I hope to accomplish with differentiated assessment is to reduce the language barrier in traditional formal assessment so that I can assess, assess them on their actual knowledge of the content that they are being tested on. One last part of my plan is that I hope to advocate for ELLs and their families. One award-winning ELL teacher from the state of Colorado explains how important it is for a teacher to be involved with the leaders of their school and school district in open conversations that can implement strategies to not only increase the success of ELLs in their own classroom, but the success of ELLs in their school and their school district. As an educator, I believe that it is part of my duty to be a part of these conversations that will foster the highest success possible for ELLs and emergent bilingual students. My action plan to create the most successful school structure and classroom environment for my ELL students consists of these three parts. First, I will create a welcoming classroom environment towards diversity. Then I will implement differentiation in my instruction and assessment. And finally, I will advocate for ELLs and their families. For further resources, I have also attached a transcript of the podcast and a list of reference in a separate document. Thank you for listening.